Hey guys, welcome to You The Boss Podcast, episode 20. I'm your host, Pam. Happy International Women's Day. Happy Women's History Month. This month, our theme is going to be highlighting women who are absolutely killing it in their industry, who are moving mountains in their respective ways. You know, in the past, I've I've made it like a personal goal to just learn about different women that have moved mountains in the past that have made it possible for for women to move forward and this year I wanted to take a different approach I wanted to bring to the table women who are doing that now whatever industry that they're in I just wanted to connect with these modern day giants And today's episode is going to be with Samantha Lynn. Samantha and I connected on social media through some mutual friends. And honestly, I'm so excited to air this episode, to have you guys listen to this dynamic soul. You know, we did connect on Instagram. We haven't officially met in person. But when I tell you that our conversation for this episode was so charged with so much energy and I hope that you guys can feel that I hope you guys can feel just how much positive energy she has but also how much real energy she has you know we didn't just talk about her business we didn't just talk about you know makeup and like why she does what she does but we also talked about mental health and how she takes care of herself as a business owner I'm gonna be tagging her on social media I'm going to be tagging her in the show notes her Instagram is Samantha Lynn M-U-A that's L-I-N-N for Lynn and I hope that you guys really enjoy this episode as much as I did having this chat with Samantha hi hi how are you good how are you good good happy Um, Sunday Happy Sunday. So you can go ahead, introduce yourself, um, give us your name, what you do. Sure. I'm Samantha Lynn. I am owner of Makeup by Samantha Lynn, and I am a bridal makeup artist. Um, I've been in business since 2015, but I've been doing makeup for much longer than that, about 15 yeah. years. <laughs> okay. Um, so what made you want to start your own business like were you tired of the like nine to five grind or give us a little bit about that so going back um I started working for Mac in about 2006 when I was still in college and I was like obsessed with my job and I I don't you know going back to 2006 like Mac was like the end all be all like it was just it was everything. Um, we had DJs in the stores on the weekend and it was just, it was like such a wild time. Uh, and it was really kind of like the coming of the beauty industry. It's so much different now. It's, it's kind of cool to have seen that journey for the, for the beauty industry, but I was with them for on and off for about 11 years. And I got to a point where, you know, I realized in, the industry and in retail too, like 
I really wanted to do makeup, which was great when I was like working on the floor or working as a part-time associate, or even when I went full-time. But then as I kind of went into management or even training with the company, I realized that there was a lot less of doing makeup and a lot more paperwork. Mm. So for me, I was like, wait a minute, (laughs) I'm catching on here. I'm like, I'm spending more time like in the office or I'm spending more time looking at numbers. And I really wanted to work with women and be like hands-on and do makeup, of course, because I ultimately think of myself as an artist. So at that point, I, I realized, okay, how can I, how can I still do what I want to do, make money? Um, It actually was a friend and and we were, I was doing weddings on the side while I was still working for Mac. And it was actually a friend of mine who came to me and was like, Sam, you're doing weddings on the side. She's like, you could, you can make this your own business. And before that moment, it had never occurred to me like that I could. So um, I thank her in my head every day because I'm like, (laughs) I would not have done it without her giving me permission to do it. Um, so it was after that, that I planned, I think I gave myself six months at max. so I could still pay the bills. I had some security, but I was planning my leave and I knew that I was going to start my own business. Okay. And how did you feel? Um, I'm sure it was a range of emotions, but how did you feel when you started your business? Uh, I was younger then, (laughs) (laughs) I was was definitely, I don't want to say naive, but I was definitely, really excited. And, you know, the thing about having your own business is that the opportunities are really endless Mm -hmm. and you do have so much control over what you want your business to look like. So at that time, because it was like new and I was starting and I just had all these ideas of what I could do and how my life was going to look. Uh, and I think that that's something that people should hold on to when they start their own business. So it was exciting. It was really exciting. And then comes like all the other stuff where you're like, wait a minute, I have to like pay taxes and like, this is all me. (laughs) Like, Oh my God. I say all the time, like who lets people just like, anybody can have a business and it's all on you. It's like, it feels like the honor system. I don't know. Like it's so crazy, but um, I I definitely hear that. Cause I feel like there should be like an entry exam for certain things in life. Yes, I think that's yes. one of them. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I remember being like, wait a minute, I'm not a numbers person, but like now I'm a numbers person. Like, mm-hmm. it, like, cause when you start your own business, like you're the manager, I was the makeup artist, but I was also like the accountant and the bookkeeper and like just any role. Your time is me- super valuable. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's so crazy. So Yeah is it's, it's super exciting in the beginning and you have all these ideas and then, you know, you also have to think about the real stuff. So, yeah. Um, so you said you, you were in makeup before, um, but you officially started in 2015. Like you had your own, you started your business in 2015. Yeah. Okay. So from 2015 to now we're in 2022, it's been about seven years. What has kept you going? Like, obviously you you've had to love doing makeup um more than just liking it right so what has kept you going in being in your own business and all the things that come with being a business owner I love my clients uh I love working with people I always say like the only thing I love more than makeup is people so 
you know, talking with people and connecting with people that kind of keeps me going. And there's something super rewarding about working with a bride on her wedding day too, and making her feel beautiful and, and, and empowered. Like I walk away from every wedding day, like, wow, like that, that's huge. That's such, that's such a rewarding feeling. So that kind of gets addicting <laughs> over time. <laughs> um, and to want to work with more people and connect with people. I mean, I still keep in touch with a lot of my brides uh, and social media has been such a help with that. But uh, yeah, the connection for sure is, you know, and I always say when I work with my clients, it's not just, you're not just coming in to get your makeup done and I'm doing what I want to do, but it, I always call it a collaboration. And that's what's, that's, what's interesting to me about doing makeup because people always say like, Oh, do you paint? You must paint. You're an artist. And I'm like, painting seems so boring to me. Like, <laughs> you're giving me you're this. Like, not exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, I don't know. It seems boring to me. Like you've given a canvas and you do whatever you want to do, but with makeup, it's like, yes, the, okay, the face can be a canvas, but like I'm working with this other person to create a look that makes her feel right, amazing, right? Um, so so definitely that collaboration um, and, and my clients have, have kept me inspired. And the past couple of years with the pandemic has been so crazy. It's like, it really is the clients that keep you going at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so you said something I really liked and I do want to point it out to you. You said it's a collaboration and- yeah. Cause you started out by being like, you know, the clients. And then it was just like, they were no longer clients. It was, it's a collaboration. And I think that's so important. Um, not just in makeup, but as someone who you're bringing your talent to the table and I'm sitting in your chair and I'm like, do what you do. And I think right. that's so important that as a, a business owner, that you feel that it's not just about you being an artist, right? Like it's about you coming in and leaving this mark on a bride. Like I knew when I was, when I was looking, I was like, um, my, one of my friends, actually you had, um, you guys did a styled shoot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And my friend was like, you have, I hope that you can book her. She's so great. And so when, when you were like so busy last year, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? <laughs> oh no, the, the like, oh, it breaks my heart when people are like, I reached out to you for my wedding, but you were booked and I'll see them like again in another bridal party or something. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I really wanted to be of there. Of course, but you're, you are one person. Like that is yeah. also, that's also something that's so important, right? Because people for like, I knew that you were just one person. So like, it is what it is. Um, but sometimes it's so hard because you do want to like, if you could, I'm sure that you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go do a gajillion weddings and just sleep when the season's over. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's something too. like, just to talk about that, because I only do one wedding a day and I've held on to that because I really want to be present there for each of my wedding parties. So like, that's something that like, sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I could like squeeze in another wedding or I'll like, I mean, I really wish I could just clone myself to be honest, but yeah, I'm sure um. <laughs> I think I, I totally get that. Cause the older I get, I'm like, I could just figure this out and clone myself. Like, how do people do it? How, right. do, how can I get this done? I need um, like five of me, but <laughs> yeah, one of me does the laundry. One of me does <laughs> the like cooking and cleaning. And then the other one of me does like, she goes to work. 
And then, you know, the, I'm thinking of all the five things that I could get my five clothes to do. One's at the spa. One's at the spa, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one probably sits at the beach all day. Like, that's what that one does. Like, that's that's the part of my brain that's like. That's the one I want to be, though. <laughs> right. That's why I'm like. You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys, I'll juggle you guys at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so. Then kind of diving into that, just you, you kind of sharing um, your experience as a business owner, what would be something in your, from your experience that you would want to share with a business owner? Like, I know you mentioned you would want to clone yourself, which is so relatable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what would be like for people that are coming in, people that might've been a little while in the industry already, what would you want to share? Uh, be yourself, which sounds so cliche, but yeah, um, but it's easy. We'll get into that in a little yeah, bit because yeah. So there's a lot of successful people in this space. And I feel like, especially with social media, it's so easy to compare or to see someone else be successful. And so there's a lot of like imitation, I think sometimes, and it's so, and I did it when I started my business right. and it's tempting because you're you know, you're not just trying to imitate that, that person you're trying to imitate that success. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think there is real success in being true to yourself and figuring out what your style is. And also the kind of lifestyle you want for yourself is really important. Um, And those were some things that I didn't really think about in the beginning, because you're kind of like, again, I was young and I was like, I just want to do this and I want to hustle and I'll work as hard as I can. And I didn't, I didn't think about those things until later. And with being yourself and staying true to yourself, like I have created more of a natural style. Like my, my style is more natural. Mm -hmm. Which I love, by the way, I don't know if I've already told you that, but I'm (laughs) so down for that. Like, it looks like you're wearing makeup, but it's just, it's beautiful. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. But like, in the beginning, you try to do it all. Like I can do glam. I, once I really niche down and I'm like, you know what? I am a, nat- a natural makeup artist. The clientele that I was starting to get was more like we were just vibing much better. And so my clients and I have this amazing relationship now. Not to say we didn't before, but it definitely, again, works for me. It works for my lifestyle. Those, these are the kind of people I want to work with. These are my ideal clients. Right. But I didn't get to that point until I said, I'm going to scrap what it it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. What do I want to do? What do I want my brand to look like? What, how do I want people to feel when they come to my page? And that's what separate, that's eventually what will separate you because you could scroll and you know, because you, you just got married, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You're looking at vendors on social media, which is like one of the biggest places people find vendors, but there's a billion makeup artists in New Jersey, right? Yep. So what about your page? What about you and your style is going to capture the client, right? Because you could see 10 pages of the same style or the same makeup, but what about your page is going to grab that person? Yeah, I think it's really I do want to highlight something that you said and you said being yourself and like initially when people say like be yourself and you're like, oh, it's so cliche. It's like you think like, oh, I'm not going to change for anyone and I'm just going to show up, you know, 
I'm, I'm 31 now. So when I was 25, it's like, I'm not going to change for anyone. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to change. And like, it's important to know that as a, as a business owner, um, like you said, like be yourself. Yes. But at the same time, you said you, you honed in like on what you were looking to do because based on your lifestyle. So I can relate that kind of being like, I was listening to, I don't know what podcast it was, but they were talking about like, if you were interested in looking for more natural skincare products, for example, you're not going to work with X brands that uses a lot of chemicals and things like that. And I think it's important as a business owner um, and it's scary, right? Like when you say I'm going to be more about this look, like not that I can't do those other looks, but I'm going to hone in here. It's almost scary because you're like, well, what if people stop liking natural looks? Like what happens if like, you know, they just roll over and they're like, "Mm, never mind. I want to look like this celebrity today. That's, that's not what I want. How do you, how did you handle some of that pressure of like almost feeling like, because again, like you said, you started when you were younger um, cause you're still young. See younger. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> um, how did you handle some of, some of that criticism? Cause again, like you mentioned, social media is, is a great place to connect, but it's also like a rabbit hole. Right. So how did you handle some of that of saying, you know what, this is, this is what I want to do yeah. and still keeping yourself, um, motivated in that sense. Yeah, I think that is a really scary part. And I think that that's part of the journey, right? Like in the beginning, you you ha- you almost have to say yes until you start feeling like you want to say no. Okay. Because in, in the beginning when you're starting out, I you know, I said yes to styled shoots. I put myself in a little bit of everything and going back even a little further like I've worked in so many different areas of makeup, including fashion, fashion week. I worked in retail. I worked for Mac. Like I worked weddings. Like there's a lot of different TV. There's a lot of different areas. And it was like, I had to try everything. Right. And then I landed in bridal. Then I was working with all kinds of clients, you know, glam, this, that, the other thing and realizing natural was more my style, but it's scary because now you're saying, you're almost saying no to a lot of other things. So, but it's interesting how it works. Cause I felt like when you, when I was saying yes to everything, I was almost spreading myself too thin Right. when you finally, like, like you said, like you come to this one market, you almost feel like you're like, you're getting smaller, but you're also you're, free too. Right. Yeah. Yes. And the clients, it was almost like I got busier once mm-hmm. I, I figured out where I wanted to be it's interesting how that works. And I feel like people can tell you that and you're like, no, I have to say yes to everything. And it's like, no, no, Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's really important. And it's something that like, not just in the beauty industry, um, but as a business owner, I feel like, you know, a lot of people, for example, a podcast, let's say a lot of people are like, I want to start a podcast. I want to get in here and they want to do everything. Like we talked a little bit about this. They want to talk a little bit about everything. And like, it's so easy to, to feel that way because there is literally a podcast or a show or something for everything. So you get in and you're like, well, I don't want to just be one thing because I'm not, 
Right. I'm not targeted on this one thing. And then it is a little bit scary. Um, but something that you you mentioned was you flat out were like, yeah, but when I found like the zone that that's kind of like the, the thing I can describe it as is when I found the zone of where where you as an artist, you can feel the the most of where you're at. It's almost like not to say that in, in this case, like glam wasn't important or fashion week wasn't important, but it was like you knew you found where you wanted to be and you you zoomed in there. So like the 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 analogy I can use is like when you're making dinner, let's say you're making rice, beans and chicken. And the rice, you just set it, it's fine. The beans, you add a couple things and it's fine. But the chicken you want to make like fried chicken and there's like very specific things to do with that. And that's where you kind of zoom in. And it's still a whole meal. It's still a whole plate. You're still going to love it and be super food coma after. But you you zoomed in into what was for you, which was the natural makeup. Um, Did you did you feel like you got any pushback when you did that? Like like from previous clients or like people coming to you with different ideas? I mean, I think you you may lose you may lose some of your audience or you may lose some of your clients. But, but the that's gain, the cost of business. Yeah. Right? And that's the gain is so much bigger than that. Um, yeah, I lost a couple of clients that I was I was seeing regularly. Um, and I'm sure like social media numbers always fluctuate. I'm sure people were like, I, I natural makeup is not for me. And that's okay. Like, I think that's the other thing too. We want like especially with social media, like followers or like, like if, if you're not my audience, it's okay. If you don't follow me or you don't like me or you don't like my style, cause I'm not for you, but there are so many other people out there that it are like, we're, you know, that are, that, that are. So yeah, I think it's, it's just scary. I think it's, it's scary. But then when you start to see the results and you start to see how it works, Mm-hmm. then you then you really own it and yeah so let's let's kind of take the social media topic um because I love to talk about social media because Me it is, it's my favorite it is it is social <laughs> but it is also in my opinion one of the scariest things that we have available to us because you know when we were kids there was like MySpace and AOL and like you turned it off when you went to school yeah. Yeah. And now even at work, I mean, the I don't even want to talk about screen time because like it's embarrassing and like it is what it is. Yeah. This I mean, the, every Sunday, my phone's mm-hmm. like, you spent this much. I'm like, no, please don't. Show and you're me. like, OK, I, uh, great. Thanks for letting <laughs> me know that I'm out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So. Let's say, for example, I'm diving into becoming a business owner. And part of my market is social media, because that is the reality of no matter what business you have right now. Oh, yeah. um, You're in some way, shape or form. The way for you to be discovered is not just word of mouth. At some point you reach people through social media. So what's something that you would say to someone who is coming in to 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 this world of having their own business and the beauty business What's something that you would say to them when it comes to social media, good and bad? Oh, geez. Uh, I get this question a lot and I have 
fellow business owners who I personally like social media. If you follow me on social media, you you probably know that. Um, <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse, social media. But it, mm-hmm. like you said, like you're absolutely right. Like the reality is if you're a business owner right now, you need to be utilizing social media. Like I know even as a business owner for so long, like when I'm working with other vendors and stuff like that, like they don't ask for your business card anymore. It's like, what's your your IG? What's your Instagram, right? Yeah. So number one, you have to show up. It doesn't have, you don't, again, going back to like be yourself, you don't have to show up like I do. You don't have to show up like this other person does or whatever, whatever you see. You need to show up as yourself but you need to show up. Um, social media is tough because there's, it's easy to start comparing yourself to other brands. Yeah. You have to remember that not everything you see on social media is real. Um, yeah, for sure. And I think what's another important thing, especially in the beauty space is to be real with the work that you're showing. Um, yeah. Cause that can be scary too. Right. Like I've seen, um, the person who does my, like cuts my hair. One of the first things he said, the first time I sat in his chair was like, we do have a ring light and we do have like the lighting for mm-hmm. the after he's like, but if you don't mind, I would like to, um, I would like to do a live of like what your hair looks like without that lighting. And I was like, I mean, like at first I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But it is so deceiving to yeah. to see any artist's work with different lighting because the colors aren't even the same almost like they're hard to capture that, I think. And that's frustrating for me because sometimes I'm like, this makeup looks one way in real life. But when I photograph it, I feel like it looks a little different, like it's tough and you have to be like authentic about the work that you're showing or be real about it. There's like, you know, filters are, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to like call anybody out or, you know, no, of course not. But, um, it's like a little bit of a dangerous game, I think. So yeah, that's definitely something. So definitely, um, just so we can kind of like uh, bullet, uh, bullet point that is kind of like, if you're coming into the, into the space, you know, you do have to show up on social media. I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Um, even if, even on the, on the younger side, like if that's my cat, not yours, <laughs> I'm like, Who's no, that one's that? mine. <laughs> um, it's, you do have to show up on social media. You do have to show up in that space. Um, even if you're, even if you say to yourself, well, I'm not targeting that market. I'm not targeting that right. younger market. I'm targeting the older market. And it's like, hey, yeah, they're but on social media too. Like we also, right. Like when I say older, I mean, I'm talking like people that are like, I'm going to say 40, but like yeah. we're yeah. going to 40. So those are still the same people that research and research, right? Like those are still the people that want to see proof of things, even if they're not as active on social media. And I also think it's important that you said, and I feel, I really, really feel this, Samantha, like do not compare yourself to someone else's brand because I'm not I I learned to do makeup after I was 19 and even still I'm still learning how to like really do my brows so I'm that's not my industry (laughs) at all um we're all learning it's okay right but 
I'm not going to come into this beauty space and compare myself to you. Right. Because I don't know what you you've had to go through to gain your expect expertise, but also I just don't have the experience that you have yet. I, I will. Yeah. But I, I don't have it. And I think it's so important to just show up in, in any business and show up and be like, yeah, I can't compare myself to this person because it's not it's it's like taking an apple and an orange. Right. Like, yeah, they're both they're both fruit. Yeah. Um, but their skin isn't even the same. Like when you when you peel an orange, it's not the same as an apple. Like it's literally a citrus fruit compared to whatever kind of fruit an apple is like. um, And I think that's so important to really say to people, because whether you're brand new or you've been here a little while and you're trying to get your reins on social media, you just can't compare yourself to that. You know, you'll, you'll always find like I'll always find someone that I'm like, they're doing this better than me. They're doing that better than me. And I think the key in that is to say it's not to feel like jealousy or, or feel bad about myself, but to use that to aspire to. Right. I think that's a, that's the part of, that's the part of that comparison that can be healthy. Right. Where it's like, it pushes you to be better. It pushes you to be like, well, I'm not going to be as active sharing my life on my business page, but I will definitely push myself a little bit to show a little bit more of my work. Cause it, the other challenge is you, you kind of have to brag on yourself a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) You have to, you have to show up and be like, Hey world, I can do this. And, and I feel like that's that's hard for a lot of people. I think, I think that's, that's like such a key point right there because showing up on social media is talking about yourself. Yeah. Um, would you say that that was, cause I mean like seven years, I can't, I can hardly remember what 2015 was even like, um, <laughs> would you say that you kind of grew into that space or you di- you dove in and were like, I'm here. Like, how did you, how did you kind of make that transition for your own? Yeah. So, so you were kind of at the height of all of that, right. You were at the height of like the beginning of everyone turning their business, their pages into business pages, et cetera. Yeah. I started because I knew I had to start showing up. Um, I like documenting like me personally, like I've always been like someone who's taking pictures, even when I was a kid, I took pictures and I wanted to share things. And so that part of it was like enticing to me. Uh, but I didn't really get like in terms of strategy or thinking about being consistent or anything like that re- until like, you know, the past couple of years. So definitely something I grew into and I got a little bit more comfortable over time sharing a little bit more about myself, Okay, uh, which, so you- which, which takes time and, and also I'm a theater major. <laughs> ah, there it is. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's a little easier for me, I think, because I have that history. Um, I just knew so the right thing about you. I'm like, <laughs> yes, it's beauty. Yes. It's like the, the energy, but what is it? There's like some type of music, something there's something yeah, I got. It. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, that's a little easier for me. And I know yeah. that it's not for a lot of people, uh, but 
it's possible. And I think you have to kind of not care to a certain extent of like, really don't care what you think of me. <laughs> I'm going to show up anyway. Right. Because you will connect with the people you're meant to connect with. Right. I think that's one of the things that like, you know, I have a couple of friends that are, they're business owners and they're like, I hate social media. I hate what it's become. I used I, to, that breaks my heart to hear. And I'm going to, I'm going to come up front and say, you know, there were about two years ago, probably right before the pandemic where I was like, I want to drop off the face of the planet on social media. I want to just completely remove myself and just, because it felt probably how these people feel. Like I felt like there was just so much negative on there and there were so many different things. And even trying to show up as, as a business owner, as a, as a creative person, like it is daunting to like come on and put yourself out there. And I think the important thing to remember is that like, while it's not easy for everyone, you know, you don't have to spend the extra eight hours of your day. You don't have to spend it on there. You can, it doesn't matter what the algorithm says. It doesn't matter what the high tech say. Like if you're putting yourself out there, you have the right to just post whatever you're going to post and shut your phone and like, walk away. Yeah. And I think, I think that as soon as we realize that, as soon as it stops becoming something of like, I have to post, I have to be active. I have to, you don't have to, you get to. And also like, if you're not comfortable with it, like ultimately I'm a, I'm a person that has started to embrace certain conveniences. So like at some point in your business or even something as simply as getting, like getting to know a high school student, you can get them to post for you a thousand percent and walk yeah. and like it, it's not even a situation of like you have to pay someone to do it like you can find an intern and be like here here's seven or eight posts do what you do make sure it looks like how I want it to look and like you don't even have to deal with it so I think it's important to remember that like even if you're not comfortable with it you you still have to show up yeah based obviously based on what you want to do because some people just want to create and like not make it this whole thing but you don't have to put yourself in a in a place of like hating it right yeah yeah and to your point like it's not for everybody and it's also can be like a full-time job in itself it is a full-time job in itself I mean you think about big companies they literally have a whole marketing team a whole team doing this and again going back to like what I said in the beginning like when you own your own business, you are the marketing team. You are HR. You are you. everything. You're doing everything. So, and and to that point as well, I think social media is so many platforms. I love Instagram. It's easy for me to show up there. And then it's also easy to like share a little to Facebook and stuff like that. If we're talking about technical stuff, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that that's for you. I know businesses who are doing really well on TikTok or businesses who only show up on LinkedIn because that's where their clientele is. That's where they're connecting with people. So maybe Instagram's not for you or maybe Facebook, like whatever it is, wherever you feel like you are reaching people, that's okay to just focus on one of those things. You don't have to dance in a TikTok video. It's not for everyone. It's not for everybody. Um, but like you said, to show up and to look active, you want to make sure that when someone comes to your page, they're like, this is a business that's running and currently taking clients 
And, and I think at baseline, that should be it. And like you said, you can close your phone and walk away after that, right. after, after you've accomplished that. And I think, I think you said it before when we were talking about it, where you were like, you know, you knew that you wanted to specifically target this certain kind of look. And I think that as a business owner and honestly, really as a person, because we have to go through it at every stage of our lives, like you can when you get into preschool, like obviously you don't have to make any major decisions. But like when you go to elementary, middle school and high school, you have to kind of decide what sports you're going to do. If you're going to do sports or if you're going to do theater or if you're going to do one sport and theater, like you do have to eventually to to be great at something. You do have to kind of. Yes. Yes. And so I think it's the same thing with social media. I think it's the same thing with your business. You know, some people are life photographers and some people are just wedding and engagement photographers and some people are. Are a little bit of both, but their main target is weddings, yeah. for example. I think it's important to to know. You know, you you get yeah. a go ahead. If if and if you don't know, I think that's the stage where you're still saying yes to so many things because you're right. still exploring. And I I know a lot of people who were like, I don't know what my niche is. I, I don't know what what that that one thing is for me. And that's okay. But that's when you still have to say yes to things you're still exploring and give yourself permission to explore until you find it. And, and don't put pressure on yourself because that's just makes it worse. That's not but, healthy, right? Yeah. But like, it's okay to not know as well. And when you do know, you'll know. Yeah. You'll know. And I, yeah. it, it's so funny. I heard that it's funny when I was wedding dress shopping, I only yeah. went, mm-hmm. I only went to a place. I only went to one place and I went there three times mm-hmm. and the th- the that's not true. I went there twice. And the second time that I went there, we went back to a few of the dresses I had tried on. And then she was like, I got this new dress. And I put that dress on first before I tried the other dresses. And previously to that, when people would be like, oh, you just know, like you just I'm like, what are you talking? How do you just know? Like how I put that dress on and I had no control over the gasp that came out of my mouth when I put that dress on. And I was like, I remember like I was holding myself and I was like, because that was it. That was it. Like that was my experience. And I think it's the same. I think it's the same thing. Like when you tap into that part of your brain that like, and it's going to sound like nerdy, but like, it's like the robotic part of your eye that like zooms into this thing. And it's like, you almost (laughs) feel like alive. Like it's almost like you're, you're electric. Like it's the same thing. And I think doubling back and you saying like, you have to explore. I think that's so important. I think that you, and I'm sure you experienced this when you were in that space of exploring, you probably learned yes about your craft, but you probably learned so much about yourself. Yeah. Like about myself, about there are things from, you know, I work every, every area that I worked in, there was something that I took with me that plays such a huge part in my business now. So I don't do fashion week anymore, but I learned a lot, a lot mm-hmm. about, about makeup, about the industry, about how to talk to people, about c- communicating with people, connecting. So it's like, nothing is ever a waste if you can take something away from it. Right. So wow, that was, say I, yes have, to say no. I don't even have anything to say to that. I was like, yep, put the pin in that. That was great. <laughs> um, so I do want to ask, 
as a business owner, what are some things that you do to take care of the head of, of this brand? You know, like the way that I can, I can make a business an example is like when you have a house, there's the foundation, the walls, the doors, the windows, the paint, the got to cut the grass, got to make sure it's snowproof or I don't own a house yet. So like there's different (laughs) things of upkeep that you have to um, think about. And it's the same for a business owner, right? Because you are accounting, bookkeeping, marketing, you're the work, like you're, it's you. So what are some things that you do to take care of Samantha? What, what are some of those things? Oh, geez. We're we're talking self-care here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to share, like going to the doctor or something like that, that's also, um, yeah, yeah, I think, um, oh goodness. Or even being healthy, like, um, yeah. So the past two years are like such, are like such a great example because things have been so crazy. And I feel like I went on, um, a little bit of a journey to take better care of myself Mm-hmm. because I had a little bit more time like in 2020 and then we went into 2021 which was going from like zero to 100 mm-hmm. so fitness has been a really big part of what I do health has been a big part of like how I take care of myself and um that's that's a whole, it's so interesting how much you learn about yourself when you have a little space yeah to think about what you want um, and what makes you feel good. So those are some, I've created some habits for myself that I'm holding on to, And a lot of it is surrounded around fitness and health. Yeah. And I think going to the doctors, it's so funny that you bring that up because that's huge. And I don't think people do that just mm-hmm. like to regularly go and like get blood work done. Or, I mean, people don't go to the doctor when they're sick because they don't have time. Uh, especially when you're a business owner or, you know, any kind of busy lifestyle. So, right. And the the thing about it is if you don't take care of yourself, nothing else can exist without you. It's, it's that my, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite analogies, or I don't know what you call it, but like put your oxygen mask on first before helping others. On the plane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I always have to remind myself of that. Like, do I have enough in my tank to help somebody else today? Or do I have to help myself first? And then I can get, get, get back to that person tomorrow. Something that, um, I've learned the hard way. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's come forth in the pandemic, right? Like I can totally relate to that and saying like, we are so used to the, the hustle culture that the last two years, it was literally like, if you can think of like a train when you pull the brakes and it's like screeching and it's like, oh my gosh, I think that was literally in that, in that moment of like hustling and all those things, that was literally a big turning point for everyone where they were like, whoa, <laughs> you're like, yeah, but, you know, hustle culture is so toxic. And, and I have a part of it for so, 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 so long you keep going and you keep filling up your time and your space with all of this busy work or these things that you think are going to bring you to success. You're like a hamster running on a wheel going nowhere. Yeah. You don't stop and think and, and reassess 
am I still happy here? Am I, am I healthy? Am I feeling good? There's these little things that I have like aches and pains. Why do I have a headache every day? Like you're not even giving yourself a moment to think about that because you're moving on to the next thing that you think is going to keep you going and make you more successful. You have to think about yourself. And it's so interesting. Like you said, like someone pulled that break on me, like during the pandemic. And I was like, whoa, I have a lot of reassessing to do about myself, about the lifestyle that I have, Mm -hmm. um, about how I take care of myself, how I'm showing up for my friends and my family. Like there were a lot of things I saw that I didn't like. And, and the pandemic gave me a chance to, to work on those things. And, and, and like I said, those are habits that I'm taking with me, you know, going forward. So I love that. I love that you're saying you're taking with you and not like, oh, it's a habit I formed during the pandemic. It's like, no, 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 no. Like this, this is, I'm stuck. This is stuck with me now. (laughs) Like I keep saying, I'm like, this was like life-changing, you know, this whole experience and, and it's so tragic. And unfortunately, I think a lot of us are like, wow, it it took this for us to slow down and, and look at things. Um, but I, I do take a lot of good things out of it and away from it. And so did my brand. So did my business. That's great. So I think um, even just to highlight that, like we ultimately health is wealth. And I think that at, at oh, any yeah. other point, at any yeah. other point, if someone would have said, like, I've always agreed with that. But before the pandemic, it was like, hey, yeah, like, duh. Um, and then it was literally like, no, really, if you don't stay healthy, like, you could get sick and you could get someone else sick and you could die. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And so when it became that, I feel, I'm just so happy that you said like, just taking care of your health. Like it wasn't like, you didn't even give me specifics. Like you didn't say like, I do yoga or you were legit like <laughs> my health and fitness. Like, because, you know, in just something as fitness, like that works in your brain, right? Like if, if your brand is dependent on you, which it is, how can you bring your best self to someone else's, you know, in this case, makeup, but how can you bring this to someone else's memory? Because when you're servicing a bride, you know, that's what you're bringing, right? How can you, if you're not full, if your cup isn't full, how can you pour, you know? And I think it's so important that you said like health, like that was, that was the first thing that came out of your mouth because of course that's important. If you keep putting off those aches and pains and you're like, at the end of wedding season, I'll go to the doctor at the end of the summer, I'll go again. And it's like we make time for what we want to make time for a thousand percent. I could not agree with that more. And it's so easy to forget about you because Mm -hmm. you're with you all the time and you're just like, I'll just take Tylenol. It's fine. I'll just take the allergy (laughs) medication. It's fine. And then you're two years into taking allergy medication. And then you go to the doctor and they're like, whoa, you're messing up your liver. You're messing up this because you've just been on a crutch. Basically, you haven't been taking care. You haven't been stopping the leak. You've just been like um, putting a bandaid on it. So definitely health is wealth, um, especially as a business owner, not just because it depends on you, but like literally your life suffers if you don't take care of you. Like it's, they go hand in hand. They're not separate things. I think, I think sometimes too, being a business owner, like the business becomes such a huge part of your life. Yeah. 
and there really are like no days off. Like, you, you know, if something comes up again, like you're the manager, you're, there's no one to say, Hey, you up there, can you handle this? <laughs> can you no, like, go clean that go. up? Yeah. Like, and you know, I'm a very small business. I do have, um, an assistant who helps me, but, and I have a, a great, amazing team who helped me on wedding days, but you know, for the most part, it's just me. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, that was like a, a huge wake up call. Um, and, and I found a lot of other benefits to fitness in terms of physically I've improved mentally it has been such a huge stress relief. Um, That's I feel great. stronger. I'm able to carry my kit, my makeup kit up the stairs. Like I you're love when struggling. I get to, yeah, I get to a venue and it's like, okay, you're on the third floor. And I'm like, where's the elevator? They're like, the stairs are right there. And I'm like, (laughs) so I'm always like lifting weights and I'm like, remember the, remember the stairs, remember the stairs. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. I really like even bringing humor to that. Like it really is just so, and and that's a whole topic within us. We could be here for ages, but I really do love that you just said like, lifting weights like it makes you feel good because there's yes just for women there's like the stigma of like don't lift weights you're gonna look manly and you're like no actually I can go up the stairs without dying (laughs) that's what it's about (laughs) yeah and and you know I'm not as young as I used to be um so I think getting older and and to get personal like so my grandmother was very close to me she passed away a couple years ago and she, thank you. She, um, when she got older, she was never someone who like physically took care of herself. And when she got older, it made it very hard for her. And her, her quality of life was just really not, not good because she didn't have any strength to her body. She, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying that she should have been running miles every day, but she always put stuff on the back burner because she took care of her family. So I think about my grandma a lot when I lift weights, <laughs> but I'm like, it's I'm, the stairs and grandma. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, want to be, I want to be stronger. I want to take care of myself so that I can like run after kids, you know, run after my kids one day or, um, you know, not be a burden to my family or whatever it is. It's like, of course, I want yeah. a better quality of life in the long run. So, yeah, that's definitely shameless plug you should totally be working out if you're listening to this not even (laughs) not and honestly like (laughs) (laughs) and I don't even say it like because sometimes like you really it really does come down to like sometimes you don't have time like sometimes you really it's the difference between like knowing that you have a 15 hour day today and like am I gonna give am I gonna lose an extra hour and a half of sleep so that I can get a 30 minute workout in and get up to like shower and stuff like and that's where it can be toxic and you need to reassess if you're doing that long term as a as a business owner or as anyone but specifically as a business owner if you are doing a long term 15 hour day at all times you're not taking care of yourself your family does suffer but the person that suffers the most is you because mm-hmm. you are not taking care of yourself. And I think that you, you said it before. It was, it's just, that's just toxic. Yeah. Um, no. and sleep, sleep is so important. Sleep is like the number one important thing to me. <laughs> so I really like, 
I'm not going to say I've struggled with sleep before because that's not the correct verbiage. I can fall asleep. I could probably go lay on my couch right now and go to sleep. <laughs> like that is, uh, I'm jealous. I don't sleep. have that skill. That's a skill. It is a skill. And I do, I do not take it for granted. However, um, I used to be a person that said I'll sleep when I die. So I would try to function. I tried to function on like four or five hours of sleep. And like, at some point I was like, it's not about going to bed early for me. That doesn't really exist necessarily because going to bed early, it doesn't matter if you go to bed at nine, at 9 PM or 11 PM. It's the matter of from the time you go to sleep to the time you wake up, that's where it matters. Um, but if you're not sleeping, you know, you gotta. Yeah. I, I also was like, I think I even had a t-shirt that said I'll sleep when I'm dead. Um, <laughs> as like toxic hustle. Oh my God. Oh, God. That makes me like cringe, but I recently, and I wish I could, I wish I knew who said this. Cause I would love to give them credit, but someone was like, I'm on a rest revolution. Mm. And I'm like, Oh, I just feel that. I like it. Bones. I love it. Like sleep should become sleep and rest should come before all things. So yeah. And, and then like, like you said, with, with fitness, like you do too much of anything and it can be toxic, right? Yeah. Yeah. So ba- you got to find balance and that's yeah. different for everybody, but yeah, balance. I like that. I like the rest is like a rest revolution because I love it. I just feel like that was another for me. That was another thing that I got from the pandemic because not to say that I'm not doing a gajillion things at a time, but like yesterday, for example, um, I, I was doing something in the morning. I was doing something on zoom and that went on for like two hours. And when I was done, I was like, okay, now I got to clean the kitchen and I got to do this and I got to do that. And my husband was like, come lay down. And I was like, I have to do this. this, this. He's like, come, just lay down. And I found myself like going back to the bad habit of being like, no, I have to do this, this, this. And then I was like, "Mm, no, I'm going to go lay down because I got up early and like, and I didn't even go to sleep. Like we laid for like 45 minutes, an hour. And then like, and then I got up and like everything got done. Everything that I wanted to do got done. Right. And what didn't get done was not as important. And when I realized that it was not as important, I was like, I don't feel bad about it. And I think, whew, rest revolution. I really like that. <laughs> I know. And I, I feel terrible because I did not, do not quote me on that because I did not come up with that. But no, yeah, I won't say you quote it, but I'll be like unknown because like unknown. I'll have to, I don't I'll know. Have to figure out who it was. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's in my screenshot somewhere. But yeah, I just, I just love that. And like you said, like, it will get done. Things will get done. Um, but it's okay to have to lay down for a few minutes. Like, it's okay to even like, just even sit like the, <laughs> the, the meme on Instagram was like, it's like, Oh, the decompress in the car. Like you don't know what it's oh like my gosh. you sit in yeah. silence in your car. I'm like, that's because we're letting it be too loud all the time. <laughs> like you gotta sit, you have to sit in quiet. Like if you don't sit in quiet and like literally like I'm not even talking about like scrolling on your phone in silence. I'm yeah. talking like straight silence. Like who's going to how are you supposed to turn it off when you lay down at night if you're not turning it off at some point during the day? It's so funny because sometimes I find myself when I'm driving, especially like on a highway, 
And I realized I didn't even turn the radio on and I'm just driving in silence. And I'm like, oh damn, I, I needed this. <laughs> Your body was like, all right, I'm going I'm yeah, to like, block it out for you. <laughs> yeah. Like and I'm just driving on the highway in complete silence. And I'm like, wow, this is so nice. And I'm like, wait, where, why, what? There's no music. There's no, like, like you get so used to being like, in it right like mm-hmm. why am I not hearing noise what like what with this is weird and I'm like wow I really just needed some quiet time yeah but yeah unplug I mean that's you know another a whole nother topic but yeah honor yourself listen yeah. to yourself listen to your body the body literally will tell you yeah. like people think that like we should listen to our bodies when like we have a broken bone or like our <laughs> muscle aches it's like no dude if you turn music off and it almost feels like you're in a bubble when like yeah. when you turn everything off you almost feel like you're in a bubble you probably needed to turn it yeah. all off that was probably necessary I know I'm always like oh dang I really probably needed this way before this moment but I'm so grateful for this moment <laughs> yeah, though, I love so <laughs> um so just winding down a little bit um what do you want a person listening to this whether they're in business whether they're starting out in business, they're a seasoned business owner, or just anyone just kind of like going through their day, what's something that you want them to take away from what we've talked about? I know we've talked about a bunch. Um, so what's something that you would want them to take away other than um, rest revolution? Like they're, they're definitely taking that from this episode and it, and I will repeat it several more times because rest revolution is where it's at. No, keep spreading the word. Keep spreading yeah. the word. We'll find, we'll find who started this, but keep spreading yes, the word. We will credit them for sure. <laughs> we will credit them. Um, yeah, I think th- this I I think this might even tie into like the past two years, but like giving yourself permission to grow and permission to change, um, to, to try new things, to, to, to take risks and to make decisions that are hard, um, is a big one. I think that we get so stuck, you know, like I said, you get so stuck in something and you're like that hamster on a wheel, um, it's okay to give yourself some space and, and make changes and, and do what feels right for you and, and staying true to yourself. You know, that's always, that's a big thing within my brand because that's something I truly believe in. So. Of course. Well, it was really great spending time with you, you too. this morning. This so fun. Um, and hopefully we'll do more of these, you know, the, uh, my dreams and goals are, massive but um keep going keep going thank you um but I definitely I really enjoyed this talk with you Samantha and I hope you know in the future we get to work a little closer together and we'll meet in person because yes (laughs) I know that's like the big thing for right the past couple years it's like I we form these relationships with people and we're like but it would be nice to see you in person. It'd be nice to like, make sure you're not a robot. <laughs> I'm a hugger. So get ready oh, for it. <laughs> yes. Oh, we're going to have a grand time. I love to hug. <laughs> Thank you so much. Of course.